Uh, please turn your Bible with me. God has been taking us through a series titled Rest. And we have looked at rest from different uh, category or different perspective. Uh, we have looked at the first one being rest uh, from our labor, rest from all labors. Like, you know, you go to work, you come back home, you rest a little while. And then we also look at rest from the enemies. We look at rest from the enemies. That means uh, God giving you rest from every enemy that troubled you. Um, and then we also look at even rest from a different perspective, spiritual rest. That is talking about, you know, when someone you know, suddenly just decide to begin to, you know, relax in the things of God. The things they used to do uh, that brings glory to God, they no longer do them. That's spiritual and we understand that it's also lukewarmness and it is very dangerous. We look at an example. Now we are looking at the the fourth category of rest, which is eternal rest. Eternal rest. Eternal rest. Now, all the three rests we have talked about, the three categories, we can summarize them to be earthly rest. Rest from labor is earthly. Rest from the enemies is earthly. Uh, rest, spiritual rest is also earthly because in heaven, you don't have enemy. You don't have enemy. There's no place for enemy. We, we look like God there. So all the first, the three categories of rest we have examined, they can all be grouped under one name, earthly rest. However, there's also what we call eternal rest, everlasting rest. Now, of course, people who are in hellfire, they are not resting right now. People <clears throat> who, have not, who have not accepted Jesus as their Lord and Savior, they don't have a part in eternal rest. What they have a part in, except they repent, is what we call eternal damnation. That will not be your portion. That will not be the portion of any member of a household. That will not be my own portion in Jesus' name. Now, uh, let's look at Psalms chapter 16 and then Revelation 21 from verse 1 to 7. Psalm 16, the book of Psalms chapter 16. Psalms chapter 16. And I will take and I will take uh, verses 9. Psalm 16, verses 9. Therefore, my heart is glad and my glory rejoices, my flesh also shall rest in hope. You know what that means? My flesh also shall rest in hope. It speaks of the life to come. Now, also the book of Psalm 95. Psalm 95, verse 11. You can read if you are there, please. Psalm 95, verse 11. Psalm. Mm. You say, unto whom I swore in, in my wrath that they shall not enter into my rest. So what is the rest we are talking about? We are talking about rest. We are talking about eternal rest. Amen. The Lord answer your prayer, brother Neil, in Jesus' name. Uh, now we're talking about eternal rest. Eternal rest. Now one more scripture quickly. Revelation 9, uh, 21, verse, verse, verse 1. Revelation 21. If you are there, quickly please read for us. 
uh, from there I will read. Now, Revelation 21 from verse 1, I read. And I saw a new heaven, and I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth were passed away, and there was no more sea. And I, John, saw the, the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a great voice out of heaven, saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people, and he in, and God himself shall be with them, and be their God. Verse 4. And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes. Amen. And there shall be no more death. Amen. Neither sorrow. Amen. Nor crying. Amen. Neither shall, shall there be any more pain. Amen. There shall be no more pain in the name of Jesus. For the former things are passed away. Look at verse 5. And he that sat upon the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. Now I want you to unmute your devices and tell your neighbor, My God is making all things new for you. I'm sure you can do better. My God is making all things new for you. My God is making all things new for you. Amen. As you have confessed, so the Lord will do in Jesus' name. Right for these words are true and faithful. Verse 6. And he said unto me, It is done. I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. I will give unto him that is a task of the fountain of water, or, or, or water of life freely. Verse 7, the last verse. He that overcometh shall inherit all things, and I will be his God, and he shall be my son. Let somebody shout a big hallelujah. Hallelujah. Um, yeah. So this last category or number four category of rest is the most important rest that all believers must aim for. Why is it important? Because this is rest with God. When a believer dies here on earth, now a believer, remember a believer, such a person enters eternal rest with God. Rest for, for your body, rest for your soul, rest from all the troubles in the world. Now, it means we are spending eternity, life without end, with God. That is where you find, that is where we are going to be spending eternity with the saints. There you are, you know, Father Abraham will be our neighbor. Enoch will be our neighbor. Paul, the apostle, the rugged apostle will be our neighbor. Peter, the fisherman, will be our neighbor. James, all of them. And the men and women of faith, Ruth, Esther, Abigail, all of them. Deborah, Sarah, you know, Naomi, all of them, they become our neighbor. And in the name of Jesus, you will not miss this eternal rest. I will not miss this eternal rest. In the name of Jesus. 
Now, our, the angels will become our neighbors too, and the host of heaven, the 24 elders, all the hosts of heaven will become neighbors. We, you know, we are like you know, neighbor and then praising God forever. It's a place where there is no sorrow. It's a place where there is no weeping, no pain, no struggle. In that place, you don't go and you don't go for 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 shift. There's no shift. In that place, we don't need Manitoba Hydro. In that place, we don't need uh, we don't need water. In that place, we don't pay bills. In that place, you don't you don't need to go and buy clothes because we put on the nature of God. In that place, you don't need sun. You don't even need the moon. The Bible tells us, if you study the book of Revelation, that God himself is our light. Because remember, his light is the father of light. So the light that proceeds from him, from his throne, is what, is, what, is what we are going to live on. We are like God. We'll be like him. We'll see him as he is, face to face. I mean, face to face. Paul described it in the book of uh, you know, Corinthians. I believe First Corinthians. He talks about in chapter 15, he talks about, you know, where he said from, you know, from glory to glory, we are chained. From glory to glory, we are chained. We put on this mortality, you know, you know, we put on immortality. You know, this flesh, this corruption cannot enter in there. And that's why when the saints die, the moment the saints die, yes, you know, you know, I mean, oftentimes you see like maybe a movie, you see their spirit being taken up by angel. Is saint, remember, a saint, a saint, a saint. That means someone who believes in Jesus Christ and walked in Jesus Christ until his or her last breath. That is the saint we are talking about. We are not talking about who is uh, somebody who is not a saint or somebody who is uh, who's, uh, who's an unbeliever. No. This eternal rest is only meant for children of God. Now, <clears throat> aside from all the glorious things we are going to benefit when we get to this eternal rest in heaven, Another most important aspect of this rest, which each one of us must know, is that the moment Jesus Christ comes, there's going to be tribulation in the world. And so people now who think they are stressed, people who think now that, oh, they are stressed or the world is this, or they say, oh, sometimes when the weather is too hot, they complain. The weather is too cold, sometimes we complain. We complain about the road. We complain, you know, people are talking about inflation. People are talking about government. People are talking about terrorism. People are talking about, <clears throat> I want you to know, put all of those things together. They are nothing compared to the great tribulation that's coming. Nothing. Nothing compared. We have heard of the terrible thing, uh, you know, terrorists are doing, whether to journalists, to people, to Christians, to missionaries all over the world. And the Lord is avenging for his church. And the Lord is not sleeping, I want you to know. But that being said, despite all the horrific pictures and news that we hear of what these people are doing, that is very terrible in the sight of God, it's nothing compared to the tribulation that is coming when rapture takes place. So brethren, each one of us must labor to enter this rest. The rest of God. One of the reasons, if you read from verses 8 of that Revelation 21, where we read, the Bible then begins to itemize the people that will not enter the rest. The fearful, the unbelievers, the liars, the fornicators, and so on. Those that have denied Jesus. 
don't have denied the testimony of Jesus. Brethren, the fourth category of rest is the most important rest all believers must labor for. Now, this rest, it is the believer's resting place from all physical labor. It is where we, where we rest, where we gain rest from all our labor. Now, it is also, it is only those that have overcome that will make it. So talking about the nature, what is the nature of eternal rest? It is a place where there's no physical labor. We are just going to be praising God. Now, it is a place where only people that overcome. So, brother, you need to press on to overcome. Don't be tired. Don't be weary. Don't be discouraged. Don't allow the enemy to be speaking discouraging words into your ear. Don't be tired. It is people that overcome. Together, we will overcome. Our song is that we have overcome in the name of Jesus. We must labor to enter this rest. That's another third nature of this rest. Everyone, including you and I, must labor to enter the rest. We must labor. How do we labor? You labor by tiring the presence of God. You labor by engaging in good work. You labor by evangelism. You labor in the place of prayer. You labor in fasting and prayer. You labor by attending fellowship with believers. You are laboring. You are laboring. That is all revival hour is part of the labor. You are laboring to enter into eternal rest. And that's why Jesus Christ said, he says to the apostles, he says, see, until the, until the days of John the Baptist, until now, the kingdom of God suffered violence. And what? People that labor, they violence, they take it by force. You have to labor. It doesn't come cheap. It's a narrow way. You have to labor. You have to labor. And this is part of laboring. When you pray, you are laboring. When you study the word of God, you are laboring to enter eternal rest. In the name of Jesus, you will not cease from even laboring to enter into eternal rest in Jesus' name. Also, your name must be written in the book of life in order to get there. You see that in Revelation 20, 12, 12 to 13. And then lastly, in eternal life, Jesus Christ described it in John chapter 14, verse 1 and 2. He said, Behold, I go, I go to prepare a place for you. I go to prepare a place for you. It is a place that I've been prepared. Every one of us, we have our own mansion. I don't know how my own mansion, I don't know how big it is. I don't know how yours is it. But your, your name will not be removed from that mansion. My name will not be removed. The name of one member of our soul will not be removed. I want you to bow down your head this morning and begin to first appreciate the name of God for the word that you have heard. We've heard this morning about eternal rest. Eternal rest talked about heaven. It talks about heaven. Every one of us must labor to enter heaven. Heaven doesn't come cheap. And the life you live your next is what determines whether you will go to heaven or not. Yes. The life you live your now, if you are living a wicked life, there's no place for you in heaven. So you can repent this morning. And even if you are living a, the, the God kind of life now, I want you to press on. Because it is only those that overcome to the last breath that will make it. We will not miss you. Now, your next prayer point, you are going to pray and say, Father, you are going to pray and say, Father, empower me to labor more to enter into your eternal rest. Go ahead and make that your prayer. Nothing will discourage me. Are you here this morning? You are not born again. You have not invited Jesus into your heart as your Lord and Savior. I want you to know that Jesus Christ is able to heal you. 
Jesus Christ is able to restore you. You are here this morning. You know you are not born again. I want you to know there's an eternal rest that is coming. It's only those people that are born again that will get there. I want to raise up your right hand. If you are not born again, you want to accept Jesus and say, Lord Jesus, I come to you this morning. Please have mercy upon me. Jesus, when you come back again, please don't leave me behind. Lord Jesus, I commit my soul into your hand. Keep me to the end. Lord, I pray for as many that have prayed this prayer. Have mercy on them. Save their soul. In Jesus' name, I have prayed. Pray that as you, as you continue to labor, you will not be weary. Come against the spirit of discouragement. In the name of Jesus, come against the spirit of discouragement. In the name of Jesus, pray that the Lord, in the name of Jesus, will keep you to the end. He will keep you to the end. Your name will not be removed out of the book of life. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Now, what do you want God to do for you? Go ahead, tell him what you want him to do. Make sure you are praying, you are not sleeping. Tell him exactly what you want him to do for you as you go out today. God promised us something. He said, this week I will settle you. And we have seen that settlement. Ask him what you want him as we get ready for the day. Tell him what you, what you desire from him this morning. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Amen. Stretch forth your hand as we pray. Father, I thank you for this blessed morning. Thank you for your word that you have brought unto us this morning on eternal rest. Father, I pray for myself, pray for all our brethren and those that will listen to the podcast. I ask this morning, grant each one eternal rest in the name of Jesus. I pray, is there anyone whom I feel discouraged? Is there anyone who perhaps maybe the enemy has been speaking word of discouragement in their heart? I pray this morning, inspire fresh hope, inspire fresh hope in their heart in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray our place in heaven, another man will not take in the name of Jesus. Lord, you say he that overcometh. Please help us to overcome to the end in the name of Jesus. We will not be here on earth when tribulation will take place in the name of Jesus. Our families, our children will not be here. In the name of Jesus, together we shall be at the bosom of the Lord, resting from all our labors in the name of Jesus. Lord, all that your children have asked this morning, turn them to testimony. I pray for brother and new sister in the name of Jesus. I pray for you, sister Ruk, uh, Rekha. In the name of Jesus, be healed. If you can hear me, just lay your, your, your hand upon your head. In the name of Jesus of Nazareth, I pray for you, be healed of migraine. Use you, you unclean spirit that causes migraine. I cast you out in the name of Jesus. I cast you out in the name of Jesus. The Bible said, the Son of God, therefore shall make you free, you are free. So I decree, be healed in the name of Jesus. As from today, you never experience migraine again. I pray for as many who might be sick in our main, physically, spiritually, be healed. Today, the Lord will fill your mouth with testimony. I cover your body, soul, and pray with the blood of Jesus. 
In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Let somebody shout a big hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Brethren, I want to encourage you. Keep laboring. Keep laboring. God is counting them all. Keep laboring and you'll not be tired in Jesus' name. Shall Amen. we share the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now forever. Amen.